check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Hello, friends. Hello, foe, and welcome to episode eight of the Committee Nons. My name's Jonathan, and join with me this week, as he is every single week, is a very special man. In fact, he's the first man to ever cook the carbonara on Mars. It's Mr. Joshua Petrenko. That's me. I love it. I use Guan Charlie. I bought it all the way from her. Oh, that's uh, good. Tes- I, I, I'm, I'm buddies with that Tesla bloke, Mr. Musk. Yeah, he's he told me in his in his reusable rocket you know, ship for you. you. Know, they, yep, they they told me that it was a one way trip, but I just decided I want to come home. And so I came home just in time for the AFL final, and here I am. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, it's a reusable rocket, so why not use it to yeah, come home? What's the point of making fine. a reusable rocket that just? I tell you what happened. Yeah. yeah, I I pit I pit him versus Jeff Bezos, and then I got a cheaper fare up there. Oh, you're gonna like, did you come back with Richard Brand or whatever his yeah, name? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, know, you know, what I did is I went onto Webjet, right, and then <laughs> yeah. I was like, listen, listen. I got, I got one guy telling me it's $100,000, another one, Bezos, he's my friend, he's just telling me, just go up with that guy, that bloke from Star Trek, and it's going fantastically. There we go. Well, Joshua, something that doesn't seem to be going fantastically is the saga it's, with you and the slightly dodgy John, supermarket down the road. Just to just to give it to, to go before I, as we get to the start of this podcast, I want to say, you know. I might have a, I might have a, if I sound a little hoarse, I've got a bit of a frog in my throat, but I'm ready to hop into this podcast. Oh, yeah. he's ready. He's yeah, ready. Look at that segue. Ready. Okay. <laughs> a segue after a segue. I love it. Segue after a segue. You segued before I could segue, so I just rolled with it. Uh, <laughs> yes. Dono, as I said, this, this, this freaking shop, it's, it's driving me nuts. It's coming back. So, <laughs> so. Let's recap the show now. Okay, you know it's become a character, so I th- it's worth giving it a recap. Uh, episode two or three, I came to the I came to the show with this sign, and it said, you know, two hundred percent fresh, replaceable refund. It's just a ridiculous sign because two hundred percent fresh, fresh is just because if it's, quality. Because if it's fresh food to begin with, then why would you have the thing that says replace a refund, which really just says that it's not fresh food, but we're just going to no. say it's two hundred percent fresh, and just. See our conversation we had about this already. It's a great bit. Big fan. But <laughs> Honey Mustard in a Mop Bucket, I think, is the episode. If Honey you want to go Mustard back in the Mop Bucket. That's great name. I can't believe I forgot that name. Great <laughs> name. Uh, but, Jono, um, I, re- I returned recently because after last episode, okay, yeah, and more recently, last episode, I did a quiz for you about mm. being an everyman. We're not done with that, but we're not going to continue <laughs> that with this this episode. With this is going to be a we're going we're going to go back to that at some point. Don't worry, I will not forget about that one. Uh, but Jono, we revisited it. I gave you a bunch of everyman items, and you were guessing it. And when we realized this price is like ultra, ultra expensive compared to everyone else. Yeah, because so I was like, going off Cole's prices, and I was and it, way and, off. And it's not even like a like a like a fancy place. No, well, I saw it for the first time yeah, on the weekend, and, and we'll get into it past. in a moment. Yeah, we'll get into that later. Right. But yeah, you saw it on the first time of the weekend. It's a kind of trash heap. Um, it looks awful. Yeah, <laughs> Can I just say that? It I looks think awful. it's one of those things where it didn't click to me what the sh- until I came back the other day because so there's that sign and I initially plotted it so that it was near the prepared food this is the sign that we're talking about I put it up here put it up somewhere you'll see it uh it's just prepared meals 200% fresh but I always thought that it's just in the prepared meal section 
Mm. It's just the sign they use for every freaking section in the chart. <laughs> That's great. So, That's so, so the funny thing about that is in the fresh food, all the veggies and stuff, it'll have mm. that sign there. Does it still say prepared food or does it say fresh food? I don't food? know. Oh, I actually don't know. I don't think it says, I hope it says fresh food. Yeah, so they probably changed that. the title of it, they but it's the same it, guarantee they keep on the percent Guaranteed 200% replaceable yep. refund. Good. What blows my mind even more, and what kind of person, you know, thinks about this kind of, uh, what kind of person owns this shop? I just want to meet the person who owns this shop. Oh, it's an IGA. His top. name's on the door. It's an IG- That's the thing. P- yeah, I don't know who this <laughs> Peter Monty is. <laughs> it's, anyway, uh, but this place, it is, it's got a slogan. It's yes. got another slogan. It's, it's not an IGA slogan. slogan. Is it the? I don't um, think it's, it's a, got its own local slogan. I don't know. I don't even know what is the IGA slogan. How the locals like it. Okay, it's not that. Okay, <laughs> that okay. makes sense. So that is yeah. a good slogan because it makes a lot of sense, you know. And you know, Woolworths has the fresh food people. That's a good slogan. Right? They do. You I don't know, think Coles has that, one though. I thought Coke, Kurt Coles does have one. Doesn't like Curtis Stone ha- say something other than down, down, prices are down? Maybe he does. He's got um, a set of new pots and pans coming out now. That's all I know about. <laughs> Doesn't everyone have a set of pots yeah, and pans? Like yeah, like Jamie Oliver and stuff does. Yeah. I want to can I get my it's own cooking set of pots and pans? with Josh set of cooked yeah. pots and pans. You know, you know what? Maybe in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in but, the future, yeah. Jono, um... So we're going on to the slogan. So, you know, as you said, you know, IGA has how the locals like it, which mm-hmm. is a great slogan, you know, in play. You know, we make food for how the, the you locals want like it. it. Yeah. It might not be how everyone likes it, but we know the people in our community. It has to do with community. It's like specific, you know, all of these, yeah. All of these are very sort of specific and they're very good at garnering a community around them. Mm. This IGA doesn't doesn't have that. Its slogan says, we serve to serve again. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, 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 like it's a really department. low bar. It's a really low Okay, now, we can start connecting dots here. It's what yeah. really starts to blow my mind. So we have this one time we have, a, we have a sign that says, 200% replace a rerun. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's a bit weird. Then I walk to the back of the store, and no, the slogan isn't pasted at the front of the store. At the back of the aisle, you turn around, there's this <laughs> big thing that says, we serve to serve again. Serve again. <laughs> not, not, not we serve to serve our customers. We don't, we satisfy serve you. We, yeah. Our service will satisfy. No, 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 no. No, no, why would it be that? That's ridiculous. It, that's we serve... <laughs> Just make to sure that you, just to serve again. <laughs> just enough to get you to come back. It's like politicians. Or it's a part yeah. of being a politician to get re-elected. That's exactly, yeah, exactly. what it is. That's exactly what it is. Joshua, not to be one of those people always on the blower about COVID, but Celebration Day, Freedom Day, whatever you want to call it, just passed this, Freedom this weekend, weekend. even. Freedom Weekend, Freedom I weekend. know. And, and you know, while people going out there on Friday weekend, getting their, their hair cut at 3 a.m., the pub at, a, at 4 yeah, a.m., that kind of getting thing. Getting a sausage sizzle. Exactly. What kind of, how did you spend your Freedom weekend, Jono? Well, Joshua, mm-hmm. it's interesting you may ask because I decided to, yeah. on right. us, it was a Saturday afternoon after lunch, I decided to um, pick up my uh, my good mate, Joshua, Joshua Petrenki. Petrenki? Petrenki. <laughs> That's my name. Can I say, Jono, before yep. we get into this story, because yep. I, I, I love how you, where you're going with this, yep. but can I just get, can I, can I sort of 
portray the story from where I'm coming from. Yeah. <laughs> Which is end of the week. It's yep. a, it's a Friday. Yeah. I'm just having my usual, just getting off of work, just having fun, just getting ready to just get into the re- weekend. It's freedom weekend. Think about you know what I'm going to do. I just see a text pop up on the phone that just says, "Hey man." <laughs> yeah. Don't say where. Don't say where. But do you want to go to? Yeah. X? Do you want to go to X? I'm like, huh. That's a really weird way to start a sentence. Exactly. So, where that place was, it was Saturday afternoon. Pick up my good mate Joshua Petrenki, as we now know his name is. And we headed off to the lovely metropolis, the thriving celebration district of Melton. For those of you who don't know, it's a very outer suburb of Melbourne, disconnected from the rest of the metro region. It's can best described as, hmm. If I was to describe it, it's... Have you ever seen um, Hunger Games, but, like, at the very end when, like, yes. there's just, like, nothing there? And they go past the... They go past... They go into that that town, that district where everything got bombed and everything that, That's horrible. what it is. That's what Melton looked like. But it was never good to begin like, with. It's not like it got except, bombed. It's just developed right, like that. Except... Except... <coughs> sorry. Except it's... T- 20 minutes, 20 years later, and they've developed some shitty new new property on top of it. That's honestly what it is. So the it's reason a we've horrible got... place <laughs> where dreams go to die. Not where many people would spend their freedom weekend. No. But the reason this happened is I had ordered a package from uh, from JB Hi-Fi. Lovely little a Google... A very normal thing to do, by yeah, the way. Yeah, a lovely little Google Nest, you know, just a cheeky little gadget that you don't really need, but it's nice to have, you no, know? No, it's just must, a nice thing to must have. Must be nice. And um, I could have done um, just, uh, what do you call it? Uh, click and collect from the JB Hi-Fi about four minutes away from my house. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to treat it myself. I'm going to pay $10 for delivery, get it within a week. Nice, nice, simple. Very what simple. What you don't like to see is when you sit in your front window at your desk, working from home all day, <laughs> and then you get uh, a text on your phone that's uh, from a certain logistics company called Toll, uh, just to remain nameless, and they say yeah, exactly. uh, the courier was unable to get a signature. Um, please take the uh, you won't home card to this address. And yeah, first we of all, there was no, there was no do not right. Yeah, it was respond one, card. It was just a, right. a no show event. It was one of those. It was a. It was an auto text that said, "We turned up and you weren't there." Yeah, which is a hard thing to sell compared to, <laughs> you know, someone who may have just recently re- reorganized their desk so that they can see out on, on <laughs> yeah, in front right. of their house. I faced so, the street. It's just. It. How is this still a thing? Yeah. <laughs> so. The fact Jeez. that the card wasn't there as well just shows that he, he, he was just a no-show. He didn't even bother or whatever. Right. They're busy. But, like, take it to the local post office or something. But, no, obviously he never came remotely to the area. So they dropped it off at yep. not a distribution center in Melton, not a package no. collection center, but a 7-Eleven on the side of the highway. <laughs> And that's and, that's why I wanted Josh to come with me. I'm like, this is just so sus. Um, yeah, it was at a Seven Eleven. It's one of those things, Jono, where you you get a text from your mate saying, "Hey, you want to go out for a beer?" That makes sense. Yeah, hey, makes you want to go out? You want to go out on the town? Yeah, that makes sense. Hey, man, I my parcel didn't turn up, and I need to go up to fucking Melton. <laughs> you want to turn up? Of course, of course. What are you going to do? You're going to say yes. Yeah. So that's yeah. what we did. A, how long do you reckon yeah. it took? 45 minute drive out there? 
Probably. It yeah. felt like forever. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah, were we were driving down that ghost town for years. It's really <laughs> weird because it's kind of it's very disconnected from Melbourne, but there's just like right. random industrial areas and stuff that kind of never ends the whole way out. So we drive there. Right. It's the worst navigation system I've ever seen. There's roundabouts in 80 zones. There's like on the highway that the lanes always just ended, but there was never signs saying that they were going to end. Big roundabouts, but no one knows how to drive out there. So it was just people doing whatever. Are we but- sh- I mean, I definitely didn't drive out the wrong way I mean, one-way I mean, car park. I, mean, that, I didn't right, do that. No, we would never do that. <laughs> I mean, are we sure that they're actually that the people out there are actually humans? I, maybe I that's know. why they can't drive. Well, the parcel <laughs> collection system didn't even need a human. I no, there was a robot. It was like a robot we who did it. That was awesome. We looked like... We looked like idiots because it was one of those siblings where they have. I now realize it because I was. I went because I was. I was blown. I was going nuts. I walked over to my local Seven uh, Eleven and they have a big uh, folder thing with a parcel lock. I didn't know that. This oh, was we've a got thing the same the thing. There must be like time. rolling them out it now. It just yeah. must be a thing. But it's just one of those. It's just one of those things. Yeah. Look, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, Nope. Highlight of Melton was the Botanic Gardens that we didn't go to because it absolutely started bucketing with rain. Melting rain, exactly. In in a residential area, can I just point that out quickly? Yeah, Not in Botanic really Gardens weird. in like a far away lovely area, but we were in the kind of nothing area and then we drove into like a housing estate and that's where the Botanic Gardens and, were. And it's one of those things where you kind of expect a Botanic botanic garden i mean again we didn't go in we wouldn't know what what the melton botanical gardens look like could, could be a five-star tourist attraction i mean we wouldn't know but you know you would assume that a place that would be very sort of like english influence but it was yes. just like a bunch of like dirt and, and like a gum benches yeah but look yeah. end of the day if you ever get a parcel saying go and collect it from a 7-eleven in melton just count your losses and move on Jono, it feels like supermarket anecdotes are all the range with what I've brought to the podcast so far. I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad no, about it. No, I don't it. have a problem with it. I love a good supermarket anecdote as much as the next man. Uh, but for today, I remember. I just want to sort of do sort of an ode to a certain brand of 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 person you see going into the supermarket. Oh, I, 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 I like brand. Of, not, not demographic. No, no you know, no, no, just it's a, a brand of person. Brand. <laughs> it's a certain brand. And I'm talking about the people who are crazy enough to bring a giant, a giant trolley into the self-checkout, self-service. Oh, checkout. I've done, the, I've done that once I mean, before I, and it was awful. <laughs> I like using those little, those medium trolleys and I'll throw those into you. The it. one that doesn't have a, like a, a belly of the trolley. Super it's just deep. like a shelf. Yeah, exactly. Just a Love shelf. Them. That's the one. Did you know, about. did you know with them on the self-serve mm. checkout, you can push them right up and what? the bottom goes under and the top bit goes over would like the bag shelf. I know that. Yeah. That I is, saw that somebody do it tech. like two weeks ago. That blew my tech. mind. What the heck? Okay. <laughs> Maybe I need to try that next time. But try it. I highly recommend the, it. Here's, here's the thing that I've started to realize about, you know, self-service versus sort of normal checkout. First of all, I don't, I've never, and I never will go to a, a normal checkout if I can help myself. That's just oh, no, I would do level. four separate if shops could, rather than do a big shop and have to go to a human. I, yeah, I, would, I would rather I'd rather do like numerous of the same self-checking. I watch the guy yeah. who sees me go in and out of the same place for whatever reason <laughs> through the self-checkout before going to a person. The only pr- the only difference is that confusing 
shop that we talked about just before where I'm generally talking there's no choice but to go through a person. Another Same with like LD, like you have me. to go through a person. Another reason why that baffles me. But yeah, I don't I don't understand LD either. We'll, I'm sure we'll get to that at another <laughs> they later They sit down though, which is nice. That's weird. I don't know how I feel about that. But <laughs> it's I'm, I'm talking the the thing is when you when you do self checkout, I find at least uh you get a a more in-depth look at the kind of person people are around you, and you yeah, because you can kind of like look around and stuff. Yeah, you know, I'm the kind of person. You know, I'll, I'll go, and my shopping list is usually kind of medium to short. It's mm-hmm. more that I've I've got a couple specific things I'm looking for, and if I see a couple things, I go, "Oh, that's interesting," or "I can do something with that," or "I need that," or you know. I feel like a bicky, I'll get a bicky. You know, mm. that's the kind of person I am. I'll never go more than like ten items in case if I can help it. Yeah. If I'm not exactly. going for a big shot, right? For me it's more like ten extra items that I hadn't anticipated on my <laughs> <laughs> No. Yeah, exactly. But I'm talking about I, w- I was I was at the supermarket. This was a while ago, but it just still sticks out in my brain. I can't really explain to you what kind of person this has to be to be like this, Jono. And it was the kind of person, and he wheeled his giant his giant trolley out into this into the self checker, and he just had like three, not cartons of cans of Coke, mm. just like eight eight things of. A full two one point two five liter cokes. Okay, which, like that's the, the big giant. Uh, no, no, like yeah, bottles. yeah. Big, big bottles of coke. Because yeah. if it was cans, you'd go, oh, maybe they've got some kind of sausage thistle. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, if it was cans, it makes sense. You know, it's just water. But no, this is like eight bottles of this one point two five liter. He fills coke. up the water dispenser on his fridge with it. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, he well, has got one of those water coolers in the office. Yeah, big water coolers and just fill, fill, and when it bubbles, it just fizzes. Yeah, that could be fantastic. <laughs> it just, it just baffles me these kinds of people. It's like, like it's, sometimes you'll see people with like four kegs of oil and like giant sacks of rice, and they clearly like own right. a restaurant or something, and they're just topping yeah. up at the supermarket. For sure, that makes sense. Yeah. It's like people who are who live normally, and you can tell they're just a family. But you, they'll just get this giant like grain sack of rice, and you go, "There, you're not going to eat that much rice in in a month. What are you going to do with that much rice?" You, my mum did it once. She got person. like ten kilograms of flour instead That's of like buying a box. It's terrible. It it got like, like bugs and stuff in it. It got it's you, like, can't, you can't. Oh, it's just... I mean, we, you know, you, you can get like a pillow, a small pillow of rice. And I think that's a good amount of rice. You know, yes. It's a decent amount. But, you know, if you're having rice, like, you know, a decent amount of time in a month, you'll probably get mm. to like three quarters down of that, you know? Yeah. Especially if you've got a decent amount of people in your house. Like the big giant sack, unless you run a restaurant, you probably don't need it. Yeah. Why do you need a Why do they sell those in a normal supermarket? I know that there's only so many places people can go, but maybe just don't give people these giant quantities of things because then they're going maybe i do need like 10 million grams of of rice of rice that seems like something i might need why do you need that don't don't get that (laughs) no no you probably don't need it look with the self-serve i had one really awkward (laughs) encounter once it was the beginning of 2020 and this was kind of just on the border of of panic buying 
where right, yeah. people were beginning to go, oh, maybe people are panic buying. And I think the only thing at this point that it sold out was, I think toilet paper was starting to go. People were getting worried mm. about that. And as well with like napkins and paper towels and stuff. Right, yeah. But everything else was like kind of okay. It was in that in yeah, between yeah, yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't yet frowned upon to buy large quantities of food, but you started to feel like a little uncomfortable. And I, as has been documented, I've been heavily involved in the Ultimate Frisbee Club and we were having our, <laughs> our welcome barbecue, yep. the biggest event yep. of the year. We get everyone to come down. Like we do our promotion and we get everyone to come to like this park in this city and we have like a big fry up and have a toss of the frisbee. Oh, it's fantastic. really bad actually. Eat lots extreme of food mobile discos. and then play extreme mobile <laughs> discus. But we went in stupidly. We learned from our mistakes. We went and got all the food like the morning of. And we went to, um, we're going to like an inner city park. So we went to Pran. I've probably butchered the pronunciation mm, of that. Just Pran. next to South Yarra there in like inner yeah, city yeah, yeah. Melbourne. Yeah. And this, it's a big, it was a big Woolies. But what they had done is because it's predominantly inner city, like apartment living people. They're just yeah. doing like small shops after work. So there was actually no big checkout, but we're buying like $200 oh. worth of food. So we've just oh, got no. like trays and trays and trays of stuff and that was the thing with the sausages we bought every single sausage in that Woolworths because we were expecting to go and get like maybe 10 or 12 trays of like the eight barbecue sausages or whatever yeah but we had to get a couple of beef a couple of pork and chives like we had to get all the gourmet just to get quantity the giant quantities of crappy ones you could you had to get like eight of those we had yeah we had to piece it around and get a whole bunch of stuff yeah yeah but anyway, Ooh, and then we like, okay. couldn't have any napkins or any hand sanitizer because that all been sold out. But they, yeah, there was no checkout, so we had to go to the self serve with like a whole, a whole like mumbo jumbo trolley like filled up to the brim. And we're like, there's two of us. We're like trying to like do it through the self checkout, and then the lady comes and she's like, okay, like I'll help you. So one of the staff comes and she's like scanning it, but she's standing at the normal self serve checkout with us. Oh yeah, and because it's a self-serve checkout. There's like no conveyor belt. So yeah, there's no, there's to no put all the bags like on the floor. Yeah. There's no infrastructure. There's, there's no infrastructure. So we were just def- completely yeah. blowing up the whole system because hey, we bought all the sausages. We'd bought like all their bread. It was terrible. And now we've just clogged up. We've taken up like the one next to us on either side as well. We've just taken up that much room, but it was so awkward because like normally it's like really awkward small talk or just like silence like when they're scanning you through but because we we're being such an inconvenience like the weight of that silence which is like pressing down you feel you. like you have to say sorry every five seconds at the end of it i've just gone yeah yeah all this is just for the two of us and she's gone <laughs> oh really <laughs> No, 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 just don't. I don't need 200 <laughs> Joshua, it's well documented on this podcast that I've recently concluded the university studies. Haven't graduated yet, but uh, everything That's that I true. need to do yep. is done. Done. Um, pretty much. A couple of loose ends here and there, but like, More or yeah, less. for the sake yeah. of things, we're done. We're done. <laughs> and, yeah, um, yeah. Most think- of the tape's been cut. Exactly. And, and enough of the tape's been cut, perhaps. Um, For sure. But I want to cover off some key areas of uh, of university, uh, a speed run of university life, if you will. And the first okay. area I want to cover off is lecture theatres. And I think you 
more than anybody uh, on this podcast, I think, can actually play into this because I've had quite small classes. You were part of a, a, a bigger degree and you have uh, also got quite a, a fair bit of experience in this area. And what I, I want to think about sure. is the, the seating plan. Now, before we oh, dive God. into it, in, yep. a, in a typical lecture, first of all, did you usually sit in the same spot in lecture rooms, in the same kind of position in most rooms? So, so we didn't have like a seating plan, seating plan. But There's I think always like an like unwritten one. A couple one. weeks into the, into, co- into the course, it was very clear where people sat and who yep. they sat with and who they didn't sit with. Yeah, yeah, sure. exactly. The, exactly. There was a rule of like, right, you know, if, if you knew X person, you're with them. Otherwise, you know, and you just want to not be with them, you go sit in the corner and you just do your work. Yeah, the, the groups kind of, especially in a lecture theatre we're talking about, there's kind of like designated areas where like certain sure. groups were. What was right, your like yeah. typical, typical spot? Were you a front rower? Were you a middle, a side? I, I, I fluctuated. I'm not a you're, good example. You're a floater. I, you're a floater. I was a floater. I think it depended. I tried to sit in the middle because if you're too far back, we yep. both have glasses. Yeah. You can't see anything. You can't see anything. Half the time I'm trying to write stuff down and I'm usually quickly trying to quickly type stuff down. Yeah. So I need to be kind of within range of whatever I'm trying to focus on. Yep. Yeah. Middle. And that fluctuated to maybe middle back if I wasn't feeling comfortable for yep. whatever reason. That's or good. middle front, and it's because, you know, I was on top of the topic and I'd done the previous work. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> I think I think you've subconsciously covered it off pretty well. Yeah, the, the front is for the people that are absolutely on it. They know exactly what's happening. If you forget when something's due, they're going to know. If you forget sure. exactly what the lecturer said, they've covered it. I was I probably fell into that category of person, but I wasn't a typical like keen beat. I like I wanted to go on, on the quiet side. So the middle is probably where I should have gone, but to our first lecture, Alec Mates and I, we kinda came in a bit later than everybody else. So the middle was filled up. And the middle is awkward because there's like eight people that you gotta sit with. We had like a really right. core group of three. And on the side at um these like old school RMIT lecture theaters, there was like a row and it was four seats wide that went up okay. on the right hand side. We'd all we'd always sit there. And it was literally the worst spot that I've ever <laughs> in my life because you literally can't see anything. You're on the side. So everything you're looking at, it's like watching the TV but sitting like next to the TV. That's like, like what it was. That reminds me, you know, like if you're in like high school, you never want to be on that really far side. As mm-hmm. much as it being maybe a good spot because your back's against the wall, yeah. you can never see what's happening on the wall. And like the teacher's like the standing board. there and you can't see yeah, through them. It's just standing through, standing in between you and the board. And yeah. as much as you don't want to sit in the middle, you can't sit on the other far side because that's, you know, Gaza and, and <laughs> people. And you don't want to sit yeah. with Gaza because yeah. Gaza no. sucks. Yeah, exactly. So you have to sit on the other side because that's where your friends are. And you've just yeah. screwed yourself is what's happened. Yeah. But then the the middle is primo, definitely. But then, yeah, the back is like the guys who just, it's just a wall of laptops and they're just For having sure. a land party or something like that. <laughs> exactly. The, the second important thing is food on campus. And I think people, they get this idea of uni, there's coffee shops, cafes, like heaps of like cool places to eat or whatever. 
we went to different universities. You went to probably one of the I top tier. I went to the slightly below top tier university. I would say you're still pretty up there. I would not it's up there in like certain that. things. It's up there in certain mm-hmm. things. It's, it's okay, sure. number one, but in sure. overall, it's, uh, yeah. Um, sure. Still has a dear place in my heart. But of it's The experience I had, there was like no food. There was a burrito place. Um, I'll shout them out. Holy guacamole. Amazing. Wait a second. Amazing. What do you mean? Wait, don't don't call this bullshit. I'm calling you out on this. You, yeah. Of all the people to complain, you were in the city. You're right next to everywhere. That's, that's, where, I'm, that's where I'm getting with this. I, this is a ridiculous argument. If anyone wants to complain, not, I, I mean, I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let yep. you finish. It's not, it's not a complaint. <laughs> uh, what I'm saying is there was a holy guacamole. On campus, there sure. were, which was really, really good. There was this right. other place that changed hands, I reckon, like at least three or four times a year. The university was, shop that was bad. Uh, yeah, one of those. Yes, those yes. Like really bad sells, they sell merchandise right. for like the $60. Off-brand, the and off-brand, that's there's it. a bunch of like, sho- did you have a bunch of like shops that were like off-brand something else? No, like no. Have, okay. Literally, all we had was the burrito place. We had the place that changed, and we had the university shop, and then probably okay. 150 cafes. Right. The uni like really tried to force you in into to buying them and stuff. But as you were saying, there's no right to play because you're in the city, and that's exactly you're what in it the is. city. There's just gonna... no point. You're not going to go to an 18 dollar burger restaurant on campus it's... when you can go right. down the street and get like five things for yeah. six dollars. Here's like the problem, right? You you exactly of the places to choose like like where you went to, you were right in the middle of the city. It's a really it's like it's a kind of one of those things where like you, I'm kind of it blows my mind. Of course the uni is always gonna try and get you to go to those kind of shops. But mm. like they were really fighting a like, steep uphill battle. Yeah. Like that, you, that's what I wanted to ask you though, because right. we had so many other options that I think the uni just gave up in a way. But you you are definitely in an isolated so, spot. Compare right. So I I went to a uh, again high a high uh, further away from the city. Mm. They went, you have to go through the city off to like Western suburbs. Sucks. If, if you know, you know. If you don't, then it's okay. E- Eastern Ask suburbs, me. but yes, very, very far away. West, East, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> East, that makes sense, actually. Eastern suburbs. I meant Eastern <laughs> suburbs. But, so where we start, we had, we basically had the main campus. And this, again, this was like the off campus from the main, main campus, which is further out. You're in so a satellite the main campus. campus they had, they had, they had like a couple. It was big enough. It was big enough. The main campus where like they had some like branded stuff. They had like a grill. They had a, they had a schnitz. They had that was they, a, they, no they, way. There was a schnitz That's on awesome. campus. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, a that's why that place. Campus? Was, yeah, there, there wasn't a. Was there a grill? It was definitely a schnitz. Might not have been a grill. I know, like Melbourne Uni has like a subway and a sushi sushi right. and but like, like all here's this what stuff. I was getting at, right? We went on that. We went on that campus. No, <laughs> we, we were on the other campus, and so that campus included there was like one food court, and that mm. food court it had like it wasn't a holy guacamole. It was that one that always says like, like if you buy a burrito, you'll get you'll you're contributing to something in the world. That uh, one that had like yeah, to um, feed hunger. I know the one that often in like one. train station supermarkets. Um, food it was court, one of those. Yeah. It was burrito. It was one of those burrito places. People went there. I didn't like it. There was there was like a I think it was a boost juice or something close to it. That's, that's pretty a good. We had salad. one as well, actually. There was, was a sumo salad. That's the first place I ever applied for a job at, and I had the job interview. She was fifteen minutes <laughs> late. Oh, first God. question was, "Are you free on Wednesdays?" I said, "No." She said, "Thanks for coming." 
<laughs> just so no. That's brutal. That is brutal as well. Ever go to sumo and salads? It, I, I I did end up going. That was like the place I ended up going to the most because the thing I oh, liked the most. Like, there you go. Maybe I was missing problem, out. Though. It was the mm. problem. There was an arc to my to my stay on the campus. At the start of the term, there was really nothing else. If you wanted to go there, you could go out to like the little town out just outside of campus. But there, there was, was like, a Seven Eleven next to it. <laughs> there was a Seven Eleven and then a bunch of like sit down places, but none of them was really good. It was a bunch of junk. There were yeah. a couple of nice places, but nothing you really wanted to stay there for much longer. There was like a KFC probably. But halfway through campus, they they were working on this new building, and underneath it had this new fancy hipster cafe. So oh, as nice. soon as that had come no one went to anywhere else on the campus. And if they went to the food, oh, truck, really? they just went there to sit because that was the place to go. Everyone went to that place, and it just became the place that if you could find a seat there, you just sat there for the rest of the day, which was my strat. If you could find oh, a good place nice. and you could have a couple coffees going for the rest of the for like a two, three, or four hours. That was yeah. the place to be. You know what? This has indirectly brought me to the final thing I wanted to cover <laughs> off. Well, there you go. You're and, welcome. And it's a perfectly natural rhythm to it. That's the seating. The study seating at unis oh, is God. absolutely atrocious. And no matter who I, I talk to, is it, they all right. have the same thoughts. Yep. Can I, can I bring up something? I don't know if this is going to be one Please of them. Please do. And it has to do with bagsing. Bags and okay. seats at uni. Yep, 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 and yep. This is periods of rest in between bags and seats. Oh. I never did this and it drived me crazy. And I Mate, felt if bad. You do, to... Just go. Hand, hand in I your know, resignation I, I, from the uni. I, I would never do that. Why do people, they'll be sitting there for a bit and instead of just picking up their stuff like a normal person, because they want to save the seat they're on and not be a, a nice person and let other people sit mm. places. They'll just leave all their stuff there with the well with the assumption that no one's gonna take anything and just walk off. So it's they'll like be a, just like they're at 9 a.m. kind of things. Yeah. Huge library study rooms where and they've just like left their stuff. bag on it and gone for two hours. And, and, it, and it's often in the morning when there's a bunch of tutorial, a bunch of tutes. So they'll leave a bunch of junk in there. So, and then you'll just watch at by like lunchtime, people slowly coming in to pick up their stuff. And then putting it back down to sit there. It's horrendous. What do you what do you reckon the um acceptable time to leave something is? I reckon like if you go go to the bathroom five minutes, come back, go and get a coffee, come back. I I think that's okay. I would say max I'll allow fifteen to twenty minutes. That being said, you can do that once. That doesn't give you that doesn't mean people can't be angry at you for it. I would say it's like if you if someone caught you doing it, and even though I feel like I must be in the, I think we're in the minority here because I don't I don't see anyone getting angry for it. No one cares. Like, just shove your stuff. I did shove it once. People stuff. Once people it was this something had been left there. I'd been sitting next to it probably like two and a half hours, and people kept coming up, be like, "Oh, someone's sitting there, whatever." Some guy came by, like, "Someone's sitting." There. I'm like, "Nah," and I pick up the stuff and I just throw it on the ground. <laughs> it's just like I feel like. I feel, Okay, it's. I think it's because um, my kind of person, you know, my head immediately goes to the judginess of I hate that like three people have left their stuff here and then walked away. But I'm never going to be the guy to move. It. But I'm yeah. never going to be the guy to move their stuff for my mate to sit down. And I'm no. sure a bunch of. But 
Boy, I did it for wanted... random, but I was so angry. Oh, I really <laughs> was so but I think I part of the reason that people do it is because at unis, there's like no good seating. Like you might it's, have one or two everyone... like floors of like a library that's like really just normal seating, a table and a chair. But every other seating space at uni, they seem to think you want creative study spaces. I'm so sick of them. Like RMIT it's... has an area that's like, like a terrace, it's meant to look like the state library, but you're sitting on on your bottom like the whole time. Your back doesn't have a backrest. Like, give me a like, table and a chair. Like, okay, that wasn't the case. We had heaps of places to sit, but it oh, was really? so hard to find a Maybe seat. Maybe I should transfer in, uni in Monash, Monash especially in exam period or something. It was just it was just so difficult, and and it just it feels like it's like a war zone every time. Going back to the Hunger Games reference I made, <laughs> yes. like you'd go in there and you'd watch as you walk in with like three people, people start scanning the area and you'll both see a spot and you'll be like, you'll, it's like that moment of like looking at each other and going, are you going to run for it? Uh, we're just going to do that weird thing where we all walk and people start walking faster and just hope that they can just casually slide into the seat. Yeah, a, a very, a very um, related problem that we had with this was my uni was just down the road from another uni and my uni was near a train station and a lot of people, especially during exam periods from the other uni would come and use our library because it was close to the train station, it was close to the food and stuff and there was like this big campaign, everyone was trying to get the uni to bring in like um, you have to scan in like with your ID mm. card and which would like free up more space. And they're like, oh, we can't do it because like you have to share resources, blah, blah, blah. Come COVID times at the beginning of this yeah, year they, when we could go back, they had the, the scan in thing. Oh, let's could go. get a seat every single time. So yeah. I will say as someone who loves, who loved, the, uh, as someone who, who, who was a student who would bounce between his friends who go to different unis. Like I did this, I've bounced around with you in your uni mm. sometimes. Uh, Not to study, just love, to, to visit. Being, yeah, well, no. I love slinking into other unis oh, yeah. just to get a, a, just a, to change look of space. You know, it's a, it's, just it to like freshen nice things feeling, up. You know, just to freshen things up. It's like the same way I like. I'll get up, and if I don't have any classes, I'll go into the city to go onto the state library to to do a bit of work. Right, it's the same vibe I get from that. You know. Look, maybe to get closure now that I'm no longer a student, I'll go into uni one day or my student card still works. I'll put my backpack on the table and then I'll leave and I'll never collect it. And we'll just see how long that table can be bagged for. Sometimes you go to a, a coffee shop. You don't want a coffee. You might want be a little bit cheeky. Maybe have a milkshake, right? Oh. And I, I think all the milkshake flavors are beautiful within their own right. But to be a little bit controversial, not a chalky milk man. Not a chalky milk really? man. Really? Yeah. Would you? I, I have to, would that be your first pick of a milkshake flavor? Can I shock you? I'm yep. ne- I'm not. I'm not a chalky milkshake man. I, but your yeah. What what would you? I don't mind go a little bit be? of chalky milk. I don't mind yep. a little chalky milk. But I've always been a strawberry nest quick guy. So if oh, if it's a yes, milk, if it's, yes. if, if, if there's a another man who likes strawberry nest quick, it's so much better. It's so, so much better. So, so yeah, well, well, exactly. Uh, and this is by way friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that's right. So yeah, if I have to choose a straw um, a milkshake, it'll go strawberry, vanilla, chalky. Yep, I'd I'd argue strawberry, banana, vanilla, chalky. That's not a bad. Okay, that, I forgot about banana. Banana is like the problem is if you if they offer three milkshakes, banana is not usually on the first. It's three. normally it's not included. Cool. No, no. Uh, 
At the cafe I worked at, we, I mean, we were fancy. We did all sorts of things. We had hazelnut and caramel and all those kind of things. Um, banana, I reckon it got picked once every three weeks. Like, and it would be That's rare to crazy. get two on the what? same day as well. The only time you'd ever get two, if it was for like kids and the parents had to make sure oh, yeah. they both had the same thing or they'd fight. Uh, <laughs> but that's exactly what i'd say chalky milk not great and what i have really liked if you go to a supermarket or whatever when it translates to your big m's and your oaks and stuff there's plenty more options you don't have to stick to the same couple of things and For sure this it's the same with your, your dare iced coffees and stuff there's all sorts of flavors and i want to know at what point has science gone too far? Because, okay, your standard milkshake flavors, they translate beautifully into your Big M format. And there's some some other ones, like you've got your maybe your ice mocha for dare. You've got caramel, vanilla latte, even peanut butter latte, which is bordering on horrendous, but I think it's <laughs> yep, still I agree. somewhat I agree. acceptable. Maybe. One thing that I, I, I think is quite interesting is oak. Now, oak have done some crazy things, and I Can think I say, it's, it's beyond acceptable. Yes. For sure. Well, I mean, I will say going into this, I think you and me can both attest to the fact that we're both big fans of of, of iced coffee. That's mm. a thing that, that's definitely our friendship for a long time. Since Show high coffee, school days. Since high school days, we used to go down and grab an iced coffee together. It was, yeah. You were the one that introduced me, I think, to iced coffee. Yeah, most together. likely. Probably. And honestly, it's really ruined my life since. So I have to, <laughs> I have to hate you for it. But, very expensive uh, as well. Very expensive. But, but I thought where you're going with the has science gone to fight is that you were going to talk about sipper straws. You remember sipper straws? What's a sipper straw? Is that it's the straw, straw with go through like with, your glasses? With, It'd, no, it'd be a straw that you put in normal milk and I'd have a bunch of little granules of a flavoring and you'd sip oh, it. Oh, no way. You, I used to get them when like prep, you you could like order, it'll be like, you could order, you know, instead of a chalky milk or a, or a strawberry a strawberry milk, I think you could still get them. Be yeah. like, you'd, you'd get yourself a little carton of normal milk and they'd get <laughs> you a sipper straw. It'd be That's like great. a strawberry sipper straw. So you'd put that in and you'd get your chicken fingers because you'd go chicken fingers, obviously. And of anyone, course. And anyone who chooses otherwise, okay, I'm looking at you people who get wedges, okay? Anyone who gets otherwise. Also, people who get wedges over potato gems. Oh. oh my god, you guys are crazy. And you can come after me. I know, <laughs> I know, I see you. I see you lurking in there, also yelling at me about my hamburger. Okay? I see you. Anyway, sorry, you were talking about? Acknowledge. Gosh's <laughs> <laughs> uh, threats is the new segment. <laughs> Look, it's, it's, I, I saw the other day um, something that was quite nostalgic. It was the Blue Heaven. Did you ever have a Blue Heaven milkshake? Oh, I was hoping you'd bring this up. Yeah. I hate Blue Heaven so much. You I don't never, like it. I really? don't like it. No. What is blue? Blue isn't a flavor. I, I looked it up. It never has. Never I, will. Have you had it recently? Isn't it is just it, caramel? Yeah, they basically they put it in Big M format, and yeah, it's oh, raspberry and caramel, or raspberry oh. and vanilla, one of them. And why it's Blue yes. Heaven, I have no idea. <laughs> but no, I I think that's taken it a little bit a little bit too far. It's blue still... isn't a flavor. No, the fact that you didn't even think about selling it with the same with with the classic Big M's is bonkers to me. 
It's part of like the, um, the core the core team now of Big M's. What? But I'm going to run you through some of these Oak ones that have definitely pushed the limits far beyond Blue Heaven. First I'm of sure. all, Banoffee. Do you know what Banoffee is? Banoffee. Have a guess. Yeah, I think I've heard of what Banoffee is. I think I know So the ban would be? Uh, banana. And banana, banana and Offee. That's what you would banana think. It's coffee. banana and toffee. So the, the oh, thing no. is to be put anything with oh. caramel and it tastes good. <laughs> it's sweet though. Caramel yeah. isn't a flavor. It's just a way to it's put just sweet sugar. In. Ca- it's just if sugar. If you've ever man. made caramel, you put sugar in a pan and it that, what you just is melted it is caramel. Yeah. I've done that. Yeah. Jesus so you God. add sugar to anything seems to be the one. Yeah. I haven't had it. I feel like that would be nice. S'mores? Uh. I can't see a world where that that's would be good. Sweet. Because that's, that's sugar and chocolate. That's just sweet. It's sweet <laughs> chocolate. That's what just, chocolate is. But chocolate milk okay. added more sugar to it. And that, Joshua, the first man who ever made a carbonara on, the, on, on Mars, that brings that's us me. to the end of episode eight of the Committee Nons. What a fantastic episode, I will say. It feels like it feel a, a bit like time. a fever dream at times. I will tell you that. <laughs> Look, sometimes that's just how our our, our podcast goes, Jono. But when we you run off, end. when you run off zero preparation, sometimes it's Look, just organic chaos. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, sometimes uh, life gets in the way, and we just have a ridiculous episode. Yeah, and but the more ridiculous, okay, the better. And speaking of ridiculous, the title of this episode is called Serving to Serve Blue Heaven, a.k.a., as you said at the top of the episode, episode eight. If people want to find potentially more Blue Heaven content on the pipes, where do they find us? You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Insta. You can find us on TikTok, all at the Comedian Ons in some way, shape, or form. Fever Dream has to come to an end at some point, I guess. For sure. <laughs> I, I love talking to you every week. I'm, I'm, I thank all the people that... They come and check us check us out. Huge it's numbers. It's very fun. So many numbers of Huge people numbers. listening. It's it's almost intimidating to do this, knowing we're They're talking all, to two people. It's, it's crazy. Numbers are a thing. Numbers exist. But if you are a number, we thank you, and we'll see you next week. Of course. See you. Adios. Bye-bye.